Welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Hey team, this week we're talking about our weeks and how we can get more out of them with a weekly review. The idea behind a weekly review is that we're looking back on how things went and using that to help us figure out how we want our next week to go. In this episode, we're going to be going over the benefits of performing a weekly review, look at some of the ways that we can make doing it easier, and then get into the nitty-gritty of how to actually perform them. If you'd like to follow along with the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash weekly review. All right, keep on listening to find out how what we did last week is going to affect what we do next week and how we can put all that to good use. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. And I got to say, I was pretty excited when I was contacted about this promotion because AG1's something I already take on a pretty much daily basis and would definitely recommend to people anyways. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for an easy way to make sure I was getting all the nutrition I needed throughout the day. My ADHD makes it easy to forget about my meals, and I needed something that was going to help me keep my energy up throughout the day. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. Now, I do want to be clear that this is a subscription service, and I know how that can go with ADHD, but they actually make it really easy to manage your subscriptions. I've definitely had times where I've fallen behind in taking it and ended up with a few extra bags sitting in my cabinet, but it was no problem when I got an email about my upcoming subscription and was simply able to delay my next shipment for a couple of months. Made it really easy and manageable for my ADHD. And AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to help take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time for you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ADHD. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash ADHD to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get started by talking about what a weekly review is and what the point is, because I feel like that's an idea that comes up a lot with planning. What's the point of planning if I have ADHD? Am I just going to forget what I planned? Well, we'll get to that. First, what is a weekly review, or reset, or preview, or whatever you want to call it? And all of those names work pretty well for what we're looking to get done here. Although I'm a bit partial to reset a lot of the time because I like the idea of clearing out my systems to get ready for the next week. And that's really what we're trying to do with the weekly review. We're looking back at the past week so that we can get ready for the next week. We'll get into what all that entails in a little bit, but what we're trying to do is figure out what we did, what worked and what didn't work, and then how we can apply that to what we're going to do next week. I know that sounds like a lot, but we only have to do what's going to work for us. We don't have to do everything that I talk about in this episode. One of the biggest keys for us is keeping it short and simple and doing what works for us. So your weekly review may end up being shorter than what I do, or it could be a lot more involved. It just depends on what you want. 
I've already touched on why we want to do the weekly review by describing its function. By looking back at the past, it gives us a clearer picture of how we're doing, and that can be incredibly helpful for us looking into the next week. It can be hard to see where you're going if you don't know where you've been and specifically where you're at right now. The weekly review helps give us clarity into what's going on in our life, as well as helping us keep track of our future planning. Now, just as importantly as to what the weekly review is, it's also important to understand what it isn't. And namely, that means it is not a time to beat ourselves over what we haven't gotten done or what we did wrong. When we're looking back, it is incredibly easy to slip into self-judgment and get down on ourselves over all those things we were supposed to do, but just didn't. Trust me when I tell you that no one gets through everything on their to-do list. We all are always going to have more to do. And let me tell you, we all have things on our to-do list that have been on there way too long that we've just never got around to doing. Important things. I know I sure have a lot of things that I've been meaning to get to, but just haven't executed on. In fact, I have an appointment on my list that I missed three years ago and have yet to reschedule. And you know, as some accountability, I'm going to get that scheduled before I release this episode, because I really do need to get that checked up on. But yes, we all have those things that we know we ought to do, but for whatever reason, we don't follow through on. And it's really important that we're not using this review to beat ourselves up about them. The review is a time for us to figure out what we're doing next based on what has already happened, and that's not going to work if we're focused on the wrong things. This means our review is also about not over-planning ourselves into doing nothing. When we're looking back at what worked and what didn't, if we see that we overplanned last week, well, we can file that away for next week as one of those things that didn't work and we should try and avoid. We're just looking to create some guidelines for our future self to help us do all those things that we want to do, but just have a little bit of trouble remembering that we do want to do them. And this helps give us that clarity. This all sounds well and good, but I also know it can feel incredibly overwhelming to sit down to do a weekly review and realize that we just don't know where to start. I've definitely been there where I know it's a good idea, but I have no idea what to do when I sit down to do it. Even if I have an idea of where to start, it can feel overwhelming. So my first suggestion here is that we help ease ourselves into it. This means that we really want to carve out time to do this. Now, the amount of time you're going to need is going to depend on a lot how much you choose that you want to do. When we're starting out, simpler is always going to be better. And that means we probably don't need as much time, although we are going to have to have some transitions into making sure this works. So let's shoot for something around 15 minutes. And when you're scheduling this, make sure to add a bit more time on your calendar to help yourself with that transition in and out. So you may want to schedule for more around 30 minutes if that's something that you can swing. What'll also be helpful is working with a timer here to help keep you on track. I like to use visual timers like the time timer, but anything that will help you get reminded of how long every little piece takes will be helpful. And to be sure, we want to treat this with the importance of any other work task we might have to do. So really put this in your calendar. You also might want to create a playlist of songs to listen to while you do your review. Anything that will help you get in the groove of doing this thing, and that'll help cue you into focusing in on this. And that it's a real task. This isn't just a imaginary, oh, this would be nice. The more we treat this like a real task, the better we'll be on following through. And the real advantage of planning comes when we can work on doing this consistently, which I know sounds really intimidating with ADHD. 
if we treat this like something that we'll just get to when we have the time, well, we're just not going to get to it. This also brings up the question of when we should be doing our weekly review, but the answer is really going to be up to you. Personally, I like doing mine on Friday afternoons before my kids are home from school. For me, I know that my weekends tend to be too much in the air to follow through on getting my review done then, but really, whenever works for you is going to be the best. Maybe you can dedicate a bit of time on Sunday afternoon. That would be great. Maybe you want to start your Monday morning with the review of last week and getting clear for this week. Also, great. Or maybe the only time you have is on Wednesday, and you want to do the reset then so you can finish off your week strong. And that would also work. The point is building the time into your day so you can actually follow through with your intention of doing the review. Another thing that can be helpful for going through the review is doing a quick declutter and clearing off your desk. And decluttering is a great way to frame our weekly review. We're pulling ideas out of our head and moving things around. We're decluttering our brain and getting ourselves into the right space to start off the next week strong. Now, before we jump into the how-to section, I'd also like to stress that we're not trying to take a lot of time here for this process. We want to make things quick and easy as we can, so while we could really go into some of the questions and ideas here, you don't need to. If something isn't jiving with you, feel free to skip it. Remember, this is your review, so do it in a way that's going to keep you engaged with it. One of the ways I like to start my review is with a quick five-minute brain dump about my ideas from the week, just getting down whatever's up in my head and taking up space so then I can focus on the review. With our brain dump out of the way, we can start reflecting on how our week went. If you need to, it can be helpful to glance over your calendar from last week to jog your memory about what's going on here. But remember, we're not really looking ahead yet, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. Questions we can ask ourselves during this are things like, what were my wins from this week? And remember, they don't have to be big wins, just any wins from the week. Also, what was working well and what wasn't working? A couple of keys here are, again, to remember to stay out of judgment and to get curious. Instead of, I didn't mow the lawn because I was lazy, well, what was really going on? Did I overschedule myself? Was I out of energy? Did I not give myself enough time to get it done? And this is important because when we sit with the explanations like, I was just lazy, we're not giving ourselves anything to work with. The solution to being lazy is to just not be lazy. But I can create real solutions if I have things more like, I need to make more time on my schedule to complete tasks, or I need to build some more accountability and to help with my follow-through. The point being that when we have strictly judgment views of why we didn't do something, it often doesn't help us come up with solutions. Now, with our reflection complete, we can get to our main decluttering at this point, and that's going to start off with our inboxes. So this can be email, text messages, Slack channels, anywhere that you build up these messages that you need to get taken care of. This can even be something like the pictures on your phone. I know I take a lot of pictures on my phone throughout the week as little reminders of things and Sometimes, okay, well, most of the time I forget to check back on those pictures, so having a real time to go through and check them is really helpful. We can also now pull our calendars back out. If there was anything from the last couple of weeks that didn't get taken care of and is still relevant, that can be moved and then we can start looking ahead. And since this is a weekly review, we only want to look ahead only about one to two weeks. What are the things that are coming up that we need to prepare for? Is there anything out of your normal routine that you're going to need extra reminders about? I have an appointment at the bank this week, and I know that unless I really remind myself about it, I'm going to forget because it's just not part of my normal routine. 
And it's not just the appointment that is important for me to remember about, but also that I can't do anything else during that time slot. Often when I'm trying to just mentally rehearse my week, I tend to either fudge my time estimates or mentally double book tasks. So normally while I'd have my Wednesday afternoon free, with that appointment in the way, I have to shuffle around any tasks that I'd mentally normally go, oh yeah, I can just do that during my free time on Wednesday. With the review, I'm making sure that I'm looking at these things and that I'm mentally getting these things on my radar. Sure, I'm still going to wind up with things like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, and then when tomorrow comes, go, oh no, I can't do this right now. But this does help reduce the frequency of such mishaps. And we can use all of these checks to build our plan for the upcoming week. We're looking back at our email and our calendar to build the to-do list and figuring out what we can do for the future. We're looking at what worked and what didn't so we can change things up where we need to. And that's really all there is to the review, is just looking back and figuring out what's coming next. The review can be a force multiplier by giving us clarity on what's coming up and how we want to approach it. And remember to have some fun with it and take it easy. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good, and do what works for you. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. One, the point of a weekly review is for us to not only look back at what happened last week, but also to use that knowledge to help us plan how we're going to approach our next week. It allows us to gain clarity over what we've done and what we want to do. Two, when we're performing our weekly review, it is important to keep ourselves out of judgment. We're not trying to beat ourselves up over anything we didn't get to or did wrong. We're just looking to make the next week a better one. Three, one of the most important things we can do to make sure we actually complete our weekly review is to build in the time to perform it on our schedule. By building in and protecting our time to perform a weekly review, we are far more likely to follow through with our intentions. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can leave me a message over at hackingyouradhd.com slash contact. You can also reach me on Twitter at hackingyouradhd, and I've also just launched a TikTok channel that you can find by searching for Hacking Your ADHD. If you'd like links or to read this episode's transcript, you can find those on the show notes page at hackingyouradhd.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best way is to share episodes with someone you think would get something out of it. Just click the share button on your podcast player and send your bestie the link with something like, hey, I love this episode of Hacking Your ADHD. I'd bet you'd get a lot out of it too. Or you can support the show through my Patreon at hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. Sign up for the 2, 5, 10, 25, or even $50 a month level and get some great perks like monthly bonus content or early access to upcoming episodes. That's hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. And be sure to check out all the other podcasts on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. For interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts, check out Eric Tibber's show, ADHD Rewired. For those of you with kids, be sure to check out Brendan Mahan's show, ADHD Essentials. And even if you don't have kids, his show is still a great resource for ADHD management. If you're interested in exploring issues of race and diversity in ADHD, be sure to check out ADHD Diversified with MJ. I also do a live Q&A with all the hosts of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network on the second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to sign up, just go to ADHDrewired.com slash events. And now for your moment of dad. If R2 is short for R2-D2, and Chewie is short for Chewbacca, and Annie is short for Anakin, 
What's Luke short for? A stormtrooper. 